You've tried everything. You've watched all the YouTube videos. You've listened to this podcast. You've tried all the advice. And it seems like nothing works. Nothing is working to grow your stream. Why is that? Why is it that somebody else who isn't doing all of the work that you're doing is getting the growth that you're not? What's going on there? We're going to talk about that in today's episode. But first... What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. It is 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and I am so tired because I stopped drinking coffee, and the jury's still out whether or not that was a good decision, but I'm excited to be back here with you today. We're going to be talking about something that is going to be very surprising for some of you because what I want to get into today is talking about the real reason why you aren't growing on Twitch. And I think when a lot of people hear that, they think strategy, right? I work with a lot of small streamers as a coach over the last two and a half years or so. And typically, whenever people come to me, they want help with figuring out strategy for Twitter or YouTube or their Twitch stream, how they can engage their community more. They want the actual step-by-step process of things that they can do to solve problems that they're going through. However... Once we start talking about strategy, oftentimes we uncover something that's quite a bit deeper than strategy itself. The things that we uncover are typically a little bit more emotional and more mindset oriented. And after I I started researching this a lot more, I realized that coaching and, and helping people with strategy is great, but if you don't have internal systems that are going to push you towards success, you will subconsciously always be pushing that success away, regardless if you have the strategies for that success or not. So a lot of you, since you listen to this podcast, you probably consume some of my other content, or you at least have a really solid general understanding of streaming. You know what you're supposed to do to grow. You know the strategy at this point. But a lot of you just aren't doing it, right? Why is that? Have you ever thought, like, why am I not actually using this information that I'm learning? Is it because I just don't know how to implement it? Or is there something else at play and you end up feeling completely lost, even if you've consumed a ton of YouTube videos, a ton of podcast episodes, and you've talked to a lot of people about growing on Twitch, So what we're going to get into is those underlying causes of some emotional and mental traps that could actually be preventing you from success, even if you know a ton about how to be a successful streamer. Before we jump into that, just to let you all know, make sure that you subscribe to the show and your podcast player if you haven't already. Leave us a comment. It helps us out so, so, so much to get this show found. I would love to get this in front of more people, especially since more people are going back to work now and our podcast listener numbers are up. So that's pretty dope. I would really appreciate you sharing this with whoever you think this would resonate with. Okay, let's get into it. Some of the mindsets that I've really noticed when working with small streamers are, let me just start from the top here. The first one is that you think that you owe everyone your time. So this happens a lot. This is usually caused by a lack of understanding of the importance of boundaries. 
Giving everyone your time is preventing you from growth because what ends up happening is you feel like you have to create a very personal relationship with everyone inside of your community to the point where you don't have enough time to really create the content that's going to help you be discovered by more people. This was a trap that I actually fell into for a long time too, where I had, you know, 15 average viewers or 20 average viewers. And because I had the ability to have a personal relationship with all of those people, because I wasn't a large streamer, I gave all of my time available to those people. But the problem with that is that I was investing so much into the relationships that I was letting those relationships push my non-existent boundaries completely out the window. And I wasn't able to create the content that actually ended up helping me get to the next level until I realized I have to say no to people. I have to tell people, I'm sorry, I can't have this conversation right now. I'd love to talk at a different time. Or sometimes I just have to not respond at all, depending on what the messaging is that they're trying to send to me. So if you're a small streamer and you have 15, 20 viewers, maybe even less than that, you probably feel like a lot of those people are your friends and your stream is you just kind of hanging out with your friends, right? And so there's a difference between that versus someone who has hundreds or thousands of viewers and they have established fans where they don't have an actual relationship with a lot of those people, but those people keep showing up over and over and over again regardless. So what's the difference between a stream that just has a ton of friends in it versus a stream that has an actual fan base and is able to grow and grow and grow and grow. And a lot of that comes down to the content and the value that you give people and learning how to assume a new identity. And identity is super important because if you truly believe that the stuff that you do isn't really that isn't that worthy, doesn't make a change in anyone's life and that you're not moving on to bigger and better things every single day with your stream, then you're always going to hold yourself back and you're always going to prioritize the individual perspectives, relationships, and opinions of all of these people that are in your space versus the things that you have to do in order to grow yourself. Because from time to time, those things are going to conflict. And someone who is growth-focused and wants to grow their stream needs to be making the decisions that are going to help them grow. Sometimes those decisions are going to upset the people in your community. But if you know that that decision is going to lead to growth and growth is what you want, you have to be brave enough to make that decision anyway. So I want you to be brave enough to understand that you don't owe everyone your time. All of these people that are DMing you, that are telling you what to do, that think that they get special access because they tipped or they, they gifted a bunch of subs, you don't owe anything to anyone. What you owe to people is great content. And that's it. You don't owe people a personal relationship. You owe yourself setting up strong boundaries that are going to help you make sure that you're able to keep creating more and more content and not get distracted by these relationships. Now, this doesn't mean, obviously, I feel like I have to put an asterisk here because a lot of people are going to take this the wrong way and think that I'm saying don't spend your time on people. 
don't worry about having friendships. Don't worry about, you know, yada, yada, yada. That stuff is still really important. And there's still a time and a place for personal relationships in every successful streamer's life. But the difference is that our work is our work. You wouldn't ditch your nine to five job in order to just have a conversation with your friend or in order to placate somebody who's upset at you. So why are you doing it for your stream? If you want your stream to be your nine to five job, you need to treat it exactly like it already is. Okay, let's get into bad mindset number two, which is that you think resources are scarce. This is also something that I've noticed when working with <laughs> when working with small streamers. They often end up coming to this conclusion that there are a finite number of viewers, there's a finite number of money, there's a finite number of success available, and they haven't been able to achieve it because somebody else is getting it. For a lot of you who have been listening to the show for a long time, I, I often talk about scarcity and abundance mindset and how important it is to see the world as abundant because it really is. Whenever you shift your, your thinking from thinking that resources aren't available to you or they're only available to specific people or there's only so much of them to go around, you start to think in terms of abundance instead and you're going to see the world in a completely different light. So if you think that basically anything that I just said, right, <laughs> if you think literally anything that I just said, I want to challenge that thinking for you. And what I want to do is I want to encourage you to look at the abundance that is actually out there. So the way that this works is that whenever you start to think and challenge your own thoughts about how many resources are available, you start acting completely differently. If people can tell during your stream that you think that viewers are scarce or that there's not enough for you or that you're hanging on to literally every single plus one to your viewership, that's going to make it way more likely that other streamers don't want to work with you which is going to make it a lot harder for you to grow. It's going to make it way more likely that your viewers are going to leave to go elsewhere because it's a very toxic mindset to have if you think that all of the resources have to go to you and you don't want to share. People love people who love to share and support each other. And so the more that you can do that, the easier it's going to be for you to grow because ultimately people, other people want to grow too. Your chat wants to grow. Other streamers want to grow. And if you can help that happen for other people, they're going to be way more likely to want to help you because they want to reciprocate because it's natural. It's normal for humans to do that. The third bad mindset that might be preventing you from growing your stream this is a big one, okay? This is a huge one. I feel like this is one of the realest reasons that some of the, the people that I work with don't grow is that you think solutions to problems just happen. So the idea here is that whenever a struggle comes up with your stream or with your content or even with your life, I feel like this is good hashtag life advice too, but whenever you see problems come up, you think that the solution to that problem is you just waiting. 
But the problem with that is that the solutions to problems don't typically get solved just because you give it a ton of time. For some things, yes, but for most things, you can't just passively wait for things to change. You have to take an active position and create that change yourself. So if you're sitting around and let's say you have five viewers and you've had five viewers for many years and you think, oh my gosh, I I know so much about Twitch, like what's going on here? That's a problem, but that problem also has a solution. And figuring out the solution to that problem is something that every single successful streamer has already done. So the fact that all those people have done it means that you can do it too. You just have to figure out your own way to create the solution to that problem. And that goes for literally every single problem that happens to you during your career as a streamer and a content creator. I want you to get to the point where you're so excited whenever problems come up because that presents a unique challenge for you because you have an opportunity to learn. Because ultimately, the people who are going to be very successful long-term are not people who just luck into streaming, who just were in the right place at the right time with the right content. It's people that can come up with solutions to their problems over and over and over again that are going to be able to replicate their success no matter what platform they're on. And that's a lot better position to be in than someone who just happens to be in the right place at the right time with the right content, because that is not replicable. Replicable? Replicatable? (laughs) How do words? (laughs) So if you think solutions to problems just happen, I promise you, they don't. You have to take that power and say that you are going to create the solutions to your unique problems. Now you are in a position of power once you accept that mindset And you're not just playing the victim card and saying, well, that's just a problem. That's just what it is. And I can't do anything about it. Don't be the victim. Claim your power. Another thing I see whenever I'm working with small streamers, and this is a pretty big one, too. I feel like this one has a lot to do with identity, which I touched on a little bit already. But they don't believe in themselves. Y'all already know the strategy. Honestly, 90% of y'all, you already get the strategy. I don't have to teach you that. And most of y'all, you already know what you're supposed to do. And a lot of y'all, not all of you, but a lot of you, have really interesting ideas for content. Like, it's crazy some of the ideas that I've heard from small streamers. Small streamers understand good content versus bad content. You can watch something that's good and be like, this is good. I don't know why, but it is. You can watch something that's bad and say, this is bad. Not really sure why, but it is. You don't have to know why. But a lot of the stuff that you've learned is is nebulous. It's not necessarily something that you can just hear someone teach you a process or a strategy and you internalize it and you start using it and you get really successful. All of this nebulous stuff that you've accumulated all this information that you've gathered over however long you've been a streamer has started to develop this internal like understanding in you. I hit my mic, sorry. (laughs) So you understand a lot more about content than you give yourself credit for, but you don't let yourself execute on it. 
you don't let yourself walk your truth. And by that, I mean, you probably have something super valuable about something that you've done in the past, maybe a job that you have, information that you have, access that you have. You have some kind of value to give people, but you don't let yourself do it because your identity is that you're not good enough to be able to do that. And so you hold yourself back because you're afraid of executing on that idea. Because what if people hate it? What if it fails? What if you don't enjoy it? What if your information isn't as good as you thought it was? And then you start getting a lot of people being cruel to you. But that's the risk that you have to take. And in my opinion, it is way more valuable to walk that truth and to allow yourself to become the dopest version of yourself that you can possibly be versus hold yourself back because some person that you're imagining in your mind that might not even be negative about it could potentially someday maybe say something negative about you. That's crazy that so many of you hold yourself back from being a total dope badass. I'm hitting my mic again because I'm getting passionate here. (laughs) You hold yourself back from literally living the sickest life that you can dream of. There's uh, an exercise that I do every single year. It's called the dream life exercise. And this is so important to me because it always encourages me to dream big. I've done it every single year for the past like five years. And it's so cool to see how those dreams evolve Whenever I first did it, I literally just wanted to have 50 average viewers on Twitch within one year. And if I look back, it's on my phone. I'm not going to go through it now, but I could. I could look back and see every single year how my goals have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and how I've shifted as a person. And what's funny is every single time I filled out that exercise, I literally sit down, close my eyes, and think of my dream life. Like, if I could have literally every single thing that I wanted, what does that look like? And the first year, it was as simple as, I just want 50 viewers on Twitch. I want to have a good 9-to-5 job that I love, and I just want to be in a happy relationship. That was it. And then the next year, I had already achieved that, and I'd gone beyond that. A Twitch partner... I had this awesome coaching business. I was working for myself and then I wrote down more goals and the next year went beyond that and beyond that and beyond that. So you need to challenge yourself to to think about what your dream life actually is. Like what does that perfect existence look like for you? It doesn't have to be anything other than exactly what you want. It should fill you up with so much excitement to think about it. And then let yourself move in that direction. If you want to be a successful Twitch streamer with like 200 viewers and you want to be a partner and you want people to pay attention to the things that you say, cool, awesome. That's a great goal. But let yourself do the actions and the work that's going to get you there and stop holding yourself back. Fifth bad mindset for you that I've noticed in A lot of streamers, not just the clients that I've worked with, but honestly, tons of people, tons of people on this platform. This is very rampant, okay? And this one's going to be a little bit controversial. The timing on talking about this topic is not the best because a lot of us are struggling with this right now. 
But we're going to talk about it anyways, because it's really important, regardless of what's going on in the world, for us to have this information. And I really think what's going on in the world is the perfect time to be talking about this, in my opinion. But so that fifth mindset is you're scared of money and you probably don't know it. This is so rampant in the streaming community because a lot of us have this idea that we can't actually enjoy the work that we do and make money from it, which I don't know when in our culture we decided that those two things had to be mutually exclusive, like a job had to be something that made you miserable and that it made you a better person for working at a miserable job that makes you hate your life. And then you're in your free time, you're not allowed to work towards a better life for yourself and you're not allowed to make money from your hobbies. Like that's just such a weird idea that we we force ourselves to live this life of misery just because we have the shame of enjoying the process of making money. When you are living your best existence, you are enjoying your life. You're making the perfect amount of money that you want to make. That gives you freedom of time, freedom of information, freedom of access. It allows you to take the vacations you want to take. It allows you to have the house that you want to have. Your, whatever you want to have in your life, you can have it. And you should allow yourself to have it. But if you're scared of making the money that is going to help you have the thing, you're never going to be able to have that thing because this is the most insidious part of this this horrible mindset is that you probably don't know that you're scared of making money. Because most of us, whenever we think about money, we're like, "Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool." But the shame and the guilt and the, the fear is underneath the excitement about it. We logically understand like, oh, yes, I need to make money. I need to be able to pay my bills. But emotionally, we don't resonate <laughs> with the idea that we are allowed to enjoy our existence and also be rich, for lack of a better word. I mean, it's really... It's really that simple. We don't think that we're allowed to make money from our stream because we have to sacrifice everything for the community that we're building. And that's great and that's noble and that's a that's a really great way to view the world. Like caring for other people is so important. But caring for other people and making money is not mutually exclusive. And if you are kind of like letting yourself become this sacrificial lamb just because you think that it's going to make you better in the eyes of your viewers and they're going to view you as the super ethical person that is going to help you grow your viewers, et cetera, et cetera. It's just not. That's just not how it works because people want to contribute to you. Your viewers want to support you you just have to tell them how to do it and so for some of you that's going to mean hey just come to the stream for some of you that's going to mean click the follow button and for some of you that's going to mean subscribe and guess what here's the best way to think about it all of your viewers are in different financial situations 
some of your viewers, they don't have a lot of money, but they have a lot of time. And so the way that they can contribute to your best is by spending time in your stream, sharing it with their friends and giving you feedback to help you improve. But some of your viewers have a lot of money. What are you doing for those people? How are you allowing them to contribute to you when they love your stream so much? Maybe they don't have a ton of time. Maybe they can't come and hang out in your stream every single day. And you have no way, if you're not asking for financial support from them, to capture that value. Because ultimately, all the relationships that you're developing as a streamer aren't just about you giving, 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 giving. They're also not about you taking, 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 taking. They're about equal parts give and take. And they're mutually beneficial relationship for both people. It is mutually beneficial for your viewers to watch you. And it's mutually beneficial for you because you get support from them. Whether that's viewership support, financial support, feedback, whatever it is. But you need to accommodate all the different types of support that people can give you. If you're not already doing that, don't let an underlying fear of money tell you that you're not allowed to accommodate those people. All right, the sixth mindset I've got for you, baby. This is a big one too. This was a big one that I really struggled with. You think you're just not creative enough, attractive enough, entertaining enough, You just think you're not enough. Notice how every single one of those sentences ends with enough. So ultimately, it comes down to you think you're just not enough to be a successful streamer. Now, this is two things. This is identity, and this is problem solving. Okay, so let's start with problem solving first, since we've kind of already talked about that, and that will be easier for y'all to digest than talking about identity. So if you're not creative during your streams, or you're not attractive, or you're not entertaining, whatever it is during your streams, that is something that keeps coming up in your mind over and over and over and over. That means it's a thought process that you need to work through. Because streaming is a mirror. It's going to reflect back to you these weird thought processes that you have, and it forces you to work through stuff for yourself, which makes it actually like a pretty healthy uh, passion or hobby or job to have sometimes, unless you can't work through those, those like mental, like mindset, right? And then it can become very, very toxic because you get caught in it and you can't figure out how to work through it. So let's look at this as if these things are a problem. Let's say that they're just a math problem and it's time for you to solve it, baby. If you're not creative, listen to some creative podcasts, watch some YouTube videos, talk to other people who are creative, take inspiration from other places, look at what other people are doing, twist it a little bit. Stay current with the culture. Figure out a way to be unique and different. This is just a problem for you to solve. If you're not attractive enough, quote unquote, because I don't know that I necessarily believe that you really have to be attractive to be a successful streamer. But if you feel like you're not attractive enough, one, 
baby, you need to understand that you are beautiful already and you don't need to look like a model in order to give people value and to have great relationships with people and make the money you want to make from your stream. But two, if it feels to you like you want to put more effort into your appearance, go for it. Do it. Let yourself spend a little bit extra time in front of the mirror. Take a shower. Put on some cologne. Do something to your nasty, raggedy hair. (laughs) And put a little bit more effort in. That's fine. It's just a problem that you need to solve. It's not going to stop your stream if you don't shower one day. But if you're constantly coming back to this idea that you're not attractive enough or maybe like you don't have boobs so you can't grow then do something about it. And the only thing that you can do is the stuff that's within your control. Okay, you can't go out to other people and tell them that they're too attractive or they're too creative or they're too entertaining, and so they need to tone it down because it's not fair to you. You really want them to to stop being who they are because it makes you insecure about who you are? That's not how this works. We all know that's not how this works. You don't fight these creators that you're comparing yourself to by trying to, like, take them down a peg. You fight them by lifting yourself up. And so you need to focus on what's going on with you. And if you feel like you're not creative, attractive, entertaining, whatever it is, whatever you feel like you personally are not enough because of, there's a solution to that. You can always go out and learn. There's not a single successful streamer that I know who thinks that they've figured everything out and they don't have to to do anything else. Like, successful content creators are always trying new things. They're always innovating. They're always changing. They're always looking for new opportunities for themselves. And if you never are doing that, then you are not only... You're not only going to struggle now... But you're going to struggle forever. You're going to struggle in the future for the rest of your future until you get so jaded and burnt out on Twitch that you stop streaming because you couldn't find the solutions to your own problems. You have to be a problem solver if you want to be a successful content creator now. The days of just like sit down and wait for the viewers to come to you are over. You can't do it anymore. You have to provide value. You have to go out and get the viewers yourself. You have to let yourself walk in your own freaking power and And just do it. Don't be lazy about the work and expect to be able to make the work your full-time job. Even full-time jobs don't let you be lazy, right? The other problem with thinking that you're not creative enough, attractive enough, entertaining enough is the identity side of it, okay? So we talk about habits a lot, routines, productivity, that kind of stuff is all very, very important. But all of that stuff means literally nothing if your identity is not in support of the way that you want to change yourself. So this is actually the exact reason why, uh, I want to say like a couple of years ago, everyone started speaking out about the hashtag support small streamers. And everyone started speaking about out about the idea of calling yourself a small streamer. Because when you assume the identity of being a small streamer, that's all you're ever going to be. Sure, it's, it's fine to use small streamer to identify the specific people you're talking about 
or even your own situation. It's okay to use it to, to tell other people who you are or to tell other people like what situation you're in, but it's not good to use it internally as a way to explain your identity to yourself. Because if you think that you're just a small streamer, a small business, a small influencer, a small whatever, forever and ever and ever, that's not how you let yourself get to the next level. That's not walking in your truth. If you want to be a millionaire, you don't say, I want to be a millionaire by 2025. You say, I am a millionaire. And this is why a lot of people that uh, do like productivity content oftentimes talk about writing your goals in present tense. Like, I am a Twitch partner. I have 100 viewers. I'm so grateful, blah, blah, blah. Because what we want you to do is we want you to internalize the identity of the person who has already achieved that thing. So we talked about this in the Stream Coach Academy Discord a little bit earlier, and I'm going to pull out an example from there just because that specific example is on my mind and I don't want to like spend a ton of time trying to come up with another one, but it's this, it's, here's, okay, here's the example for you. Let's say an overweight man wants to lose a hundred pounds. So he weighs 300, he wants to weigh 200 and he says internally to himself and he establishes his goal as I want to weigh 200 pounds. The problem with this is that his identity is still, I'm an overweight guy, or like some people would call themselves, I'm a fat guy. And the choices that you make whenever your identity is that versus the person who says, I weigh 200 pounds are completely different choices because the person who says, I weigh 200 pounds is going to internalize the identity of being their goal weight, which is going to make it easier for them to say no to the nasty food and to keep on track and to eventually reach that goal. So your identity is going to dictate so much about you. Your identity is what is living underneath the habits the goals, the routines, all of that stuff. So you want to internalize an identity of who you want to be. Because once you internalize that identity, you're going to start doing the things that you would do if you were that person. And the only way to become the person that you want to be is to do the things that that person would do. Does that make sense? I'm sure that makes sense. <laughs> the identities are completely different. You're a thousand times more likely to become who you want if you internalize the identity of the person who has that thing. So whatever you want to be, don't say that you want to be a Twitch partner. Say, I am a Twitch partner. I just haven't gotten my check mark yet. And that's the difference between someone who's using hashtag support small streamers or views themselves as a small streamer versus someone who's actually going to be a partner someday. And that is 
believing in yourself. Because I know <laughs> number four probably made some people groan because this idea of like, just believe in yourself is often seen as fluff, but there's real logical science behind why you need to believe in yourself. And it's because of the way that identity shifts the, the behaviors that we have during our life. Okay, that's it. I hope that made sense. It's only like 40 minutes, so it's pretty solid. I'm, I've been talking about a lot of this stuff uh, more lately in our Discord channel, so feel free to come and hang out at discord.gg slash ashneychrist if you haven't already. Uh, and also, uh, go to streamcoach.tv and give me your email because we just started another round of Stream Coach Academy, but we're going to open up another one in like six or seven weeks. I want to let you know ahead of time so that you have time to save or get, you know, stuff in order. I know some of y'all need a little bit more time versus me just telling you, hey, we're open for a week. <laughs> so make sure that you give me your email at streamcoach.tv if you haven't yet and you want to hear in the future about whenever the program opens up again. I love y'all so much subscribe I guess I don't know <laughs> I'll see you in the next episode bye